Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. <laughs> we're doing the jam out. Hey, we're finishing up the principles today, Todd. It's uh, it's It's got to be appropriate. I'm sure people are happy to see the 12 principles wrap up today. We're going to jump right into it. 12 episodes. This is taking us through the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think it's been a great refresher. We've gotten a lot of great comments from all of you about how um, actually, surprisingly, a lot of emails, too, about how surprised you are, how well the Agile Manifesto ties to the Scrum framework. And how it holds up. Yeah. You know, all these people talk, you know, let's, let's take 30 seconds here. A lot of people talking about what's after Agile or Agile 2.0 or Agile, you know, 3.0 or, man, we haven't even mined the riches of the first manifesto mm -hmm. of Agile software development. And all these people talking about new things, maybe, maybe let's just do what the first one says and try that. You know, yeah. but anyways, yeah. let's get that. 12. Let's start to get some of these right first, right? Yeah, let's get these right. Um, actually, there's some great discussions happening in community.agilefreemans.com about a lot of these topics. Uh, come and join us, community.agileforhumans.com. It's free. You get a lot of access to Todd and I and hundreds of people in the community talking about all the cool things that can help you get better at Scrum. And get, you know, today is all about getting better, Todd, at regular at regular intervals, the team reflects on how to become more effective than tunes and adjust its behavior accordingly. That seemed difficult to get out. Um, this is all about improvement, man. This is, um, what I love about it is there's empiricism, there's improvement, and there's effectiveness, Right. Scrum team is accountable for how effective it is. The Scrum Master watch over, watches over that carefully. Um, during a retrospective, they tune, they they discuss, they come up with ways to improve and adjust. Um, I mean, how could a how could an agile team, Todd, operate without embracing this twelfth principle? They can't. Uh, and it's interesting. So you, you you and I are both obviously professional Scrum trainers, Scrum.org. We're also pro Kanban trainers. Um, so uh, Kanban has a principle to continuous improve as well. It doesn't. It's not explicit as to how. It just says you know make a make a explicit policy on how you're going to do this. As Todd, could a could a could a Kanban team choose to have a, a retro at given intervals? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh so yeah. 
they yeah. can define their workflow. Amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're going to make an explicit policy about how and when they continuously Perfect. improve, maybe inspect their definition of workflow, things like that. Scrum's very explicit on this, right? Where, where, where Kanban leaves it up to the team to decide. Scrum is very explicit. Sprint retrospective. Yeah, and the retro is is the whole team, whole Scrum team coming together. How did this last sprint go about people, relationships, tools? Our definition of done is quality going well. How do we become more effective? That dings another person joining the community. All right. <laughs> um, and then they figure out an improvement item. They tune and then adjust behavior accordingly, right? I mean, it's, it's one of those where I, I don't know how you learn without embracing this principle. And like Todd said, Scrum has made it explicit, right? You will have this event that is dedicated to this principle. And so um, this is the opportunity to get better. I think, I always think back to Dan Pink's work, ding. Um, other more people wanting to get better. Um, Dan Pink's work is explicit on this too, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. This is the mastery section. This is improvement. This is learning. This is leveling up. And this event, this principle, ding, there's another. Um, mm -hmm. This principle really makes part of that, um, you know, what motivates people work, makes it make sure it happens. You know, the autonomy even comes into play. The team is deciding themselves how best to improve and they get to decide how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and their purpose is achieving the next sprinkle. I think all of this great stuff comes together in this final principle in the series. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have much more else to say about it. I think this is continuous improvement. Each framework or method or um, practice or um, however you want to call it has its own way um, that it explicitly states this when it comes to Agile, right? Um, Scrum is extremely explicit on a, one, a month or less. You're having in a retrospective you're talking about tools, processes, people's interactions, quality, those kinds of things. And you're picking things to fine tune and move forward. Um, but yeah, this is continuous improvement in, in agile. Right. And yeah. And, and it's, it's what we got to do. It's part of double loop learning, right? We're closing the loop on the team aspects. The sprint review closes the loop on the product aspects. And then we take all of that learning and we loop back to the next and, and we start a new sprint. I, this is closing feedback loops, everybody. And this is, uh, this is how we get better, how we improve, how we learn. Love it. I think that's time for an end screen. Be sure to like ding. and subscribe. Todd, they got to ring that bell. Let's ding, ding. Ding. Oh, we didn't get one. Uh, <laughs> check out the socials, Facebook especially, along with Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, Community.agileforhumans.com. It's a happening place. Come join us. Some videos are going to pop up. The algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do, too. Uh, for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great scrum things, periodically inspect and adapt, have a review, have a retro, think about how to improve. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you. Todd, myself, and Will Seeley have put together an evidence-based leadership course. Now, this one's really exciting for us. As you all know, Todd and I and Will, we're all huge on evidence-based management. We think it is the next big innovation in the Agile space. But what we've noticed is the application at multiple levels has been troubling, at least for certain organizations. And what we want to do is make it simpler. And so evidence-based leadership is the course to come to if you want to get immersed into data-driven decision-making, the ability to actually 
validate that value is being delivered, to look at your ability to innovate and to deliver to the marketplace, and to actually identify and act on opportunities in the market that you may not know about. And say closing that satisfaction gap with your customers, finding new channels, and using data to drive those decisions rather than guesses, hunches, hunches and conjecture. And so we want you to join this course. We've got multiple offerings coming up this year. The link is simple. It's agileforhumans.com slash EBL course. Jump in there. Use the code agile4humans, the number four, and you can take uh, 15% off the price of the class. So not only is it a new offering that we've discounted already, go ahead and take another 15% off because you're a valued listener. We can't wait to see you there.